healers. I'm KJ Nazrul, a licensed mental health practitioner and a no longer secret artist. I'm the founder of Bliss Begins Within and the wellness program Healing Our Healers. I believe we all have remarkable courage within and that we have the medicine to heal ourselves and others by listening to the wisdom of our unique personal experiences, but also in proclaiming these valuable stories out loud within our communities. So we're now in our second season. Wow. And it has been so much fun and such a revelatory journey chatting with incredible artists, healers, visionaries, and change makers every single week. They've guided us in living creatively and resiliently through artful expression, music, and compassionate conversations. We are continuing our exploration of the human story. Welcome to Stories of Astonishing Light. Hi, healers. Welcome to the Stories of Astonishing Light podcast. I'm KJ Nazrul, and this week's show is a tiny astonishment. This means it's a shorter solo show where I'm checking in to see how you're doing, and I'm letting you know what's happening in my colorful pocket of the world. I'm feeling particularly contemplative lately, as I've been invited to participate in essential discussions with friends and family. And these discussions have been the inspiration around the show this week, which I'm calling Compassionate Conversations. But before we dive into all that goodness, I did want to highlight a review from a listener. It's been a little while since I've shared a review on the show, and I wanted to take the moment here. From DM, who I happen to know is a lovely woman named Dar. Dar says, Astonishing Light. I can hardly wait for KJ's discussions on mental health, creativity, and resilience, as well as diving deeper into the issues at hand. Wednesdays will be a day to look forward to. Thank you for creating this podcast, Dar. Thank you, Dar, for your kind words. I spotlight reviews on the Tiny Astonishments episodes, and in gratitude, I randomly choose a reviewer to have a one-on-one private call with me, completely complimentary. I call these hello calls, and this is where we can talk about anything you want for 25 minutes. Reviews are what make our little podcast truly thrive, and I'm grateful to those of you who take the time to leave them. So today I wanted to riff a little on compassion and connection through conversation. I'm throwing around some questions that have arrived in my awareness recently, especially in light of today's climate. So the questions include, Can we have these important conversations as charged, heavy, electric, passionate, uncomfortable, and provocative as they are? And if so, what do they look like? What do they sound like? How do we start? It's these questions and a couple more that I set around trying to answer today. So here we go. If you saw me hanging out on a couch or a table with an open available seat outside, I know that seems odd, but just imagine it for a moment. Or is it that odd? Would you take the seat? What stops you from sitting next to me? What compels you to engage with me? These questions came about because of a conversation that I was having with my friend Jackie. And Jackie decided to try and conduct a little bit of an experiment to see where people stood with having conversations, especially these days where we've been isolated. We're trying to emerge. We're trying to 
re-engage and reconnect as we've been in various levels of lockdown for a year, if not more. So we were curious if, given the opportunity to have a conversation, an invitation to sit down and just converse, what would happen? A question worth considering is, what happens when we let go of any attachments we have to an outcome, but instead focus in on the moment and on the process? So more to come about this come sit with me experiment that Jackie is exploring. I'll tell you that we had some first conversations in this experiment, and it was really fascinating and interesting and wonderful. Here's another question worth considering. Do you recognize how impactful nonverbal communication is? What happens when there are no words? This came up because I recently spent a weekend in which I engaged in activities that were mostly nonverbal. But I have to tell you, there were full-on conversations that were occurring and not once did they rely on the usage of words. So some of the things that I participated in included mirroring movements, finding and then matching tones with a partner. Also, I found myself on a scavenger hunt of sorts in which I tried to use images and sounds and even my body in terms of sculpting to express what was happening internally. And again, there weren't actually a lot of words exchanged, but there is no doubt that there were meaningful, purposeful conversations that occurred all weekend. It was pretty profound. Here's another question worth considering. What would it be like to talk about the grief, the fear, the passion that we're experiencing this day and using the momentum towards advocating for the issues that are important to us in our communities? Like for me, diversity, equity, and inclusion. On that topic, I'll be actually in one of these wonderful, compassionate conversations with my friend Melissa Morris in her Facebook group this week. The Facebook group and event is called WTF with Mel. Yeah, it's pretty great. And we'll be talking about how we can live authentically and wholly invested in what makes us us, what makes you you. So definitely stay tuned for that juicy conversation. This week, a Minneapolis jury found former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin guilty of second and third degree murder and second degree manslaughter of George Floyd on May 25th, 2020. I'm just exhaling with that one. This is just the beginning of conversation. We will take today's win, but we understand that there is so much more to come, so many more conversations, so much more work to do, and that this is just the beginning. I did want to close today's tiny astonishment with moving through a compassion invocation. I have done this before on another episode earlier in the season, and I thought it was right to close today's show with this compassion practice. Thanks, everybody, for connecting a bit today in this 
quiet and contemplative solo musings. And I look forward to continuing the exploration of where these compassionate and crucial creative conversations will go next. For this meditation, I invite you to find a comfortable and kind posture. Kind meaning easy. As my friend Pamela says, find a comfortable and kind, easy posture, not too rigid, not too slumping, just easy, right in the neutral middle. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable doing so. If you can, notice what it feels like to have your feet on the floor. Notice what it feels like to have your feet grounding you. Take note of any internal sensations that might be arising right now. You may observe the beating of your heart, the sensation of your breath flowing in and out of your nose. Adopt a physical gesture that represents kindness and compassion. That might mean putting a hand over your heart. For me, it means putting my hand on my belly. Notice how your body responds to the physical touch, the warmth of your hands. And you can feel free to leave your hands here for the entire meditation if you'd like, or you can put them back down on your side or rest them on top of your legs, wherever you're most comfortable. Let's take a few deep breaths, big inhales, big exhales. Allow yourself to release as you exhale. And then letting your breathing return to a normal, natural rhythm. Your mind will probably wander, and when it does, simply and compassionately bring your attention back to your breath. We're taking big inhales and big exhales. With each inhale, notice that as you breathe in, you're giving yourself what you need in this moment. You are nurturing yourself with every in-breath. If you are struggling in any way in your life, Breathe in other qualities that you might need. That could mean patience, rest, kindness, love, compassion. Breathe in this quality with every inhalation. Allow yourself to really receive something good with every inhalation. So we're breathing. We're still breathing in a normal, natural rhythm. And as you breathe out, bring to mind someone you know or someone you're aware of who is struggling and needs compassion. Allow their image to arise in your mind's eye. Direct your out-breath to them, your exhalation, sending them what they need in the moment. Perhaps the same things that you noticed for yourself. Patience, recovery, kindness, love compassion. With each out-breath, send something good to this other person who is also struggling. In. Out. Acknowledge that you as a human being, you struggle, as does this other person. Breathe something in for you. Breathe something out for them. Breathe in something good for you, like compassion and kindness. Then breathe out something good for this other person, 
love, patience. In and out. One good thing for you, one good thing for them. If your mind starts to wander, you can refresh this image of yourself or of the other person in your mind's eye. Maybe place your hands on your heart again to physically connect you with that sense of nurturing. Send your compassion to where it's needed most. If your attention is drawn more to your own suffering, feel free to give yourself as much compassion as you need. Conversely, if the other person is drawing your attention more strongly, then focus your compassionate breathing more so on them, sending them compassion, sending them what they need, recovery, kindness, love. You can also just let your breath be an equal, easy flow, in and out, in and out, like the waves of an ocean. It's a limitless, boundless ocean. Enough for me and enough for you. An ocean of compassion. Release your focus on the breath and on your practice. Simply come back to yourself, to your body, to the room you're in, Allow yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling in this moment. Allow yourself to feel and be exactly as you are. Thank you for listening to the Stories of Astonishing Light podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can support this podcast in a few different ways. First, you could post a screenshot of the podcast on your Instagram and Facebook stories or in your feeds and tag me at Bliss Begins Within or Musings on Other, and I can repost you. Another way to spread the love is to share this podcast with your friends and family, anyone whom you think might enjoy it as well. A third way to support this podcast is to subscribe, download, and leave a positive review on any of the platforms you listen to the show on. And this way, we can continue to grow our audience and reach more listeners. A quick and direct way to leave a review is by going to ratethispodcast.com forward slash astonishing stories. I am so grateful to spend this time with you exchanging such uplifting tales of resilience. We'll see you next time. Thank you.